This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show with Al and Jerry. All right, here we go on the podcast on a Thursday. Uh, what is up, Al oh, hi. Dukes? I like the shirt. Oh, hi, Jerry. Boomer time. I have my uh, Boomer Esiason cartoonish shirt from the 90s. That's the one you got on eBay, correct? I got this on, um, no, some website that sells Boomer stuff. I don't know. Really? Not on eBay. This is a new shirt, Jerry. That they do these uh, old school. I forget the name of the place, but they do a lot of uh, Ohio, uh, Midwest type college school and pro shirts. This is a new shirt. Well, it's a couple, only a couple of years old. Do you think Boomer got paid for that? Um, I think he did. He did. Really? Yeah, because he asked me where I got it. And when I told him, he did do a deal with them. Oh, okay. I don't know which. Uh, I I can't. It's Can begins you imagine with an, how many checks must just roll into his. <laughs> you know, rolling in like silly stuff like that. Yes. Like, he must sometimes go to the mailbox or just whatever and direct them. Who knows how it goes, but like, oh, look at that. $17. I wonder for what. Another check. Right. (laughs) It's it's like Seinfeld. We get that deposit yet? For what? I don't know. I don't know. I I see $270,000 on Thursday. Yes. (laughs) And I wonder what's coming Wednesday. (laughs) Yeah, who knows? See that I would go to my mailbox nowadays. Oh, you're damn right, you would. I go to my mailbox like once every two weeks. My mailman must think I'm constantly vacationing. Because you just leave stuff there. I just leave it in my mailbox. Do you really? You know, because I get all my bills electronically, so I'm not going to miss something, and it's, it's normally junk, junk. Got it. I see. I I'm good with certain things with the automatic deduction or even the ele- the problem for me with the auto the uh, electronic bill is if I don't do something with it the day I get it. It's gone in my head. I just don't think of it and then forget it. Well, what I'll do is when I go to pay my bills, I'll go online and next to each payee, like let's say Citibank, right. or it'll tell you the last time you wrote them a check. So you could go, oh, I haven't written them a check in a, in a right. month. Let me go and look to see what I owe them. Makes sense. I do that, Jerry. Yes, you're a today's man. Even even the magazine subscriptions I get, I have the digital versions of them as well, so I don't even need my magazines. Right. In fact, Jerry, when I move, I may not even change my address. Just let the new people take my uh, old junk mail. They can have the magazines, they too, because you get them. I got them already. Pretty good. I got them. Jerry, Hallmark, you're familiar with them. They do cards. Yes. Hallmark. Uh, this Father's Day, they're launching Hallmark Virtual Reality Father's Day cards. Are you familiar with virtual reality? Well, we've done segments, like we did virtual reality with uh, women in your hotel room. Is that cheating or not cheating? We oh, did right. That we did that as a topic. That was a topic. See, I've, I'm, I've heard of virtual reality. Craig brought in the virtual reality headsets the one day. Sure. It's kind of interesting. It's interesting. Uh, so they have, they're launching this Father's Day virtual reality cards. Now, it does not say on here what that's going to cost, but you get a virtual reality headset 
And then the father. This seems way too complicated. For, Already you're too complicated. For fathers. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? Yes. Here's what you have to do. Each of the four selections. Think about this. Think of your, let's say you got this for your father. How this would go, him doing this. Go ahead. Each of the four selections, meaning the type of card you get, you, you could choose from surfing, motorcycle racing, skydiving, or car racing. So you get pick one of those for your father. Yeah, I'll pass on all. Comes with a detachable virtual reality pop-up viewer and instructions. Using their smartphones, fathers can access a website and open the YouTube app, then slide their smartphone into the viewer. No chance. But here's the good thing. If you get that for your dad, that's kind of like an activity you do with your dad. Because it would take you guys hours to figure half it out. Half of the day. Yes, I agree. To figure out how to see that. And then your dad would be all dizzy from it. I would say this is a good gift for a mom to get her, her seven-year-old son for their 37-year-old dad. Yes. Not for younger. you and I to get our 70-year-old father. Got it. Yeah, my father, is, my father is in his 70s. He would not have a clue right. what to do with his virtual Harry's reality good headset. For our dads, virtual reality, not good for our dads. Yeah, this would be great for dads that accidentally became dads. You know, young guys that didn't know they were becoming dads. Then you put in the virtual reality, you... Move away from real life for a while. <laughs> Let them get away from their pain. <laughs> you're surfing, you're motorcycle racing, skydiving. Uh, it's funny you bring that up. I was Hilarious. thinking of this yesterday. I was thinking yes. of this yesterday. All right. This whole idea of whether something bad's going on, you need a diversion, right? So we're, we are the diversion, sports radio. A distraction like for people right? distraction. and real-life problems. Talk about, you know, something bad happens to a to an athlete, but, boy, man, they can get on that court and for a couple of hours they yes. can just not think about Isaiah it. Isaiah Thomas, Jerry, Perfect, recently, right? his sister passed away, and but here's on the, the court here's he the goes. the thing about that, though. When it's over, you're right back to it. Yeah. So while it's a distraction, what good is it? As opposed to dealing with it head on, right, and moving on, all you're doing is de- is delaying the pain or the suffering or whatever emotion you might be feeling. It's kind of like, I don't know, if uh, let's say a friend of yours cheats on his wife, and he is just miserable because he knows he screwed up. The guilt hasn't told her. Not sure if she'll find out. What do you do? You know what, dude? Let's just go play golf or something, or let's go to a ball game and just don't think about it for a while and kind of enjoy yourself. And you know, you'll be all good. And then, okay, great. The game's over. You get in the car. Then what? You're right back to where right you were. Back to what, it. what have you accomplished? Nothing. Right. So either deal with it, then move on. But I don't get this whole idea. I really don't under, understand the whole idea of a distraction I'm or with a diversion. You. Or ah, it's kind of like we had the caller today. Oh, we're actually going to do post game. Former Carton for a second. Okay. Either call the poor guy called up, and the fact that Craig let him speak because he was clearly not into dog death stories. But the guy that called up and wanted advice from Boomer about what to do with the dog, and I thought what one or both of them said was accurate. If the inevitable is within a month or a few weeks, the dog's going to have to be put down, just do it. Do it now. Why are you going to be miserable for the next month? I took that call, Jerry, as I screened the phone calls here at Boomer and Carton Show. And the guy said, uh, hey, Al, uh, you're in a commercial break. May I talk to Boomer? Oh, off the air. Off the air. Oh, I boy. said, uh, "What?" I go, well, you know, it's a very busy show. What, what did you want to talk to him about? He goes, well, I have to put my dog down, and I don't know how to deal with it. And I, I Boomer recently did it. I wanted to ask him. I go, I can't do that 
off the air, but I can put you on the air if you're okay with that. Because I thought radio gold, Jerry. Yeah, well, it really wasn't. A man, a sad man on the phone. I, I was. I'm in for that. You didn't play. I will remember you. Oh right. Well, that because this was real death and and brand new. Well, well I should have played that. Dog died too. A couple weeks ago. That was real. It was a couple weeks ago. So. I don't know. I don't know why that just sparked my thought. Right. Sparked a thought, I should say. Well, you know, Bruce Springsteen put that book out last summer. Born uh, to Run. uh, Born to Run, it was called. Mm -hmm. And uh, he did a lot of interviews around it, and it had come up. uh, You know, Bruce does these four-hour-plus shows, concerts. And why? You know, most performers do two hours. Why do you? And he had that same thing. It was a distraction to him because he didn't have to think about any other things that were bothering him in the world during those four hours. But like you said, the other 20 hours, what are you doing? Right. You're sleeping for seven of them. Right. And now you still have 13 hours to be miserable. Fair point, Jerry. I get the sense when Bruce talks about other problems, he's not talking about his family life. He's probably talking about what's happening in the White House and Iran and Iraq and that's He's very involved. Like, yes, I'm. I'm. I'm well aware. He's involved. well. He had a lot of anxieties, which he discussed depression. Is that, that sort true? Of thing. Yes. How, that's amazing to me. Like you know, we went through the Chris Cornell death. Yes. I got like Bruce Springsteen. Now, if you have a miserable home life, I get that. I'm. You know, if his, if his wife hates him, I don't even know if he's married. He's he married. is married. Long time. Okay, so maybe that's not good. I don't, fine. I could see you being depressed over that. But if your family life is good, and you are, you're not successful. You are four million times successful, more than anybody else you know. Like, what is it that a, has you depressed? It's brain chemistry, Jerry. Sometimes I know, I, I know that, but I would also like to think, even for people that have issues like that. And trust me, I know a couple of people, some relatively close to me, that have issues like this. But I also see them; they struggle in life too, as opposed to you're making it quite well in life. It's just that. And right. I would think you could overcome some things. I don't know. I know it's complicated. It's not as easy as figuring it out in a 10-minute podcast. Very complicated. I do believe, though, that money buys happiness. Yes and no. I, I, I do believe if you have a stable life or a stable relationship, 100% money buys happiness more than someone that is literally fighting with their significant other constantly they just don't like each other and they're right. stuck in a bad relationship and of all the money in the world it ain't gonna help right but i do agree in some cases right. it can jerry uh i hope you had a chance to take a look at this if you haven't please google it when you go back to your desk vanessa skins uh no i'm not sure what that is but a peacock wandered into a liquor store in california you were a liquor store employee was, jerry yes. uh peacocks are quite large this peacock uh, walked into the store, and then they needed to get it out. And in order to get it out, it was going a little crazy, knocking down uh, expensive bottles of wine and liquor in its path. I'm sure. It jumped on top of a wine display, Jerry. Yeah. And when the when the the, the pest controller, animal controller, tried to scoop him, and he freaked out, knocking bottles. Yeah. That's a problem. It's quite a sight. Hey, someone get a BB gun and shoot the well, cock. I wouldn't do that, Jerry. What do you mean? Although, let me ask you this question. In the story, it's a peacock, right? Yeah. But later on in the story, they, they refer to the animals as a peahen. Not a cock? Not a cock. What, so what's the difference between a cock and a I don't hen? know. It says a female peacock made her way into a liquor store. Then later on in the story, the peahen walked through an open door at Royal Oaks Liquor Store in Arcadia, California. So is the peahen a male cock? 
I don't know. I would think peahen would be female. The bird caused $500 worth of damage in 90 minutes. A peahen. The owner said, yeah, he's got expensive taste. I'm like, you break it, you buy it, dude. But clearly he didn't. He didn't. He got away with it. So a peahen is a female peafowl having drabber colors and a shorter tail than the male. The male peacock. Yes. All right. Well, you learned something here today, Jerry. I mean, this is where you educate you. I would combine both stories we've done so far, and I would see if you might be able to get a uh, virtual reality Hallmark card for your dad of a peacock in a liquor store. Just that has a lot of bottles. money, and it's really happy. Yeah, and it just is knocking, mu- knocking happy cock. a happy peacock. Just couldn't be happier smashing bottles of expensive wines. Jerry, Seth Rogen, he's an actor. Are you familiar with him? Yes. He is not happy with Sony. What they do. Sony Pictures Entertainment. They're doing a thing. I actually like this idea, and I think you might also as a parent, Jerry. Okay. Sony Pictures, when you, when you purchase a movie through them now... Uh, if you do it on iTunes or wherever you buy movies, you know, you buy these streaming movies, mm-hmm. probably even when you buy them on disc now, uh, Sony Pictures is providing with with the copy of the original movie a clean version of that movie. Okay. They've edited it to be clean versions. Kind of like made for TV. Yes, kind of like made for TV, but without the uh, commercials. Great. So it runs smooth like a regular movie. Okay. So that if you want to watch a film with your kids... You don't have to sit there and be subjected to curse words or nudity. And he challenges that. He doesn't like it because he thinks it uh, ruins art. Oh, shut up. The art of movies. Oh, please. Holy, he says the S word, Jerry. Holy, that part. Right. Please don't do this to our movies. Right, because F this, F that, and holy bleep is art. Shut up. Yes. Now, this coming from a man who... One of his latest movies is called Sausage Party. That was where the sausages were very rude and that sort of thing, Jerry. Got it. So he is not happy. The clean version allows viewing for a wider audience, giving people the chance to watch their favorite films together, says Sony. Clean version movies can be accessed with purchases of the theatrical versions. I think that's great. Me too. Like, Why would you not want that? I don't know. That's almost, it's like, it, it would be like a singer or a band putting out a a song mm-hmm. and refusing to allow a radio station to run it right without, without bleeping it or right mixing up the words and to me i would i mean there are certain movies i'd love to watch you know if the kids are home i'm just not going to right. i mean matthew is listen he's getting old enough that's fine but i have a 7 year old running around and i don't need him repeating go f yourself that he heard in the mo- so I think it's a great idea, and it does allow a parent to just kind of freely watch whatever they want to watch. Right, and then other people that want the theatrical release Definitely. get it. And then they have extended cuts, unrated cuts, as they say, Jerry. I honestly have no idea why you would oppose that. Yep. Are you familiar with... Uh... <laughs> oh, boy, he's laughing. You reading this for Jerry, the first time? Jerry, are you familiar with budget travel? What does that mean? I don't know. It's probably a website. Anyway, there's a new uh, list of coolest small towns in America. Okay. Basking Ridge on the list? No, but number one on the list is Asbury Park. Coolest small town in America. Based on their cultural and ethnic diversity, beaches, cuisine, 
creative energy, and unparalleled natural beauty. So the coolest small town in America right. is about 22 miles from where I live. Yes. And I've never been there. You've never been to Asbury Park? No. Maybe you'll meet Gina and I down there one day. If you invite me once, maybe I will. <laughs> oh, so you need to be an invite. <laughs> no, I'll just wander. Anybody see Alan Gina? No? I'm down there quite a bit, Jerry. Right. Asbury I, Park. I'll look like you looking for Bruce Springsteen. Dukes. Yes. Anybody see a Dukes? Oh, I was so furious. There was a Bruce Springsteen photo gal, uh, exhibit down in Asbury Park at the Asbury Hotel that some photographer put on. Right. Bruce showed up to walk around and take a look at it. I could have been there. It was a Sunday. Well, you are obsessed Why with wouldn't this guy? I have gone there, Jerry? Like, why? What is it about him I just, that has you go Google I just Gaga? like him. Okay. A couple other quickies before we run out of time. Uh, we talked about this yesterday, but it's official, Jerry. Zima is coming back July 4th. I saw that. July 4th. How about the timing of that, though? Crazy. We were just talking about... We, you know, the we were just talking about beer, beer and liquor from the 90s yeah. that doesn't exist anymore. Ice House beer, we referenced. So, Zima will be back July 4th. You can have it for your July 4th uh, party. Absolutely bizarre. Speaking of all that stuff, did you ever do yeah. Goldschlager? They, yes, do they still make that? They do, but it's really, yeah, you have to look for it. But yes, I used to like Goldschlager. Goldschlager was good, yeah, and then they had the little uh, pieces of gold, the little, the little gold chips in it. Now, are those still in my intestines from I when I had it, I'm or it's, sure. it's been flushed out? You should out. strain them when you urinate and then turn them into well, cash. That, mm, I'm here with my urine. <laughs> I'm here with my poop and urine go, gold. <laughs> and this is just dumb people, Jerry. Dumb, dumb. The Innovation Center for the U.S. Dairies Undeniably Dairy Group did a poll. It's a dairy group, Jerry. Okay. Asked people. Survey well, says. 7% of adults. Think about this, Jerry. 7%. That's, that's a, you know. Percentage means out of 100, so 7 out of 100, Jerry. I, yeah, I get that. Believe that chocolate milk comes out of brown Shut cows. Up. I see that. I don't believe that. I honestly don't believe that. I you think don't. people are just being or having fun with a stupid survey because who asks that question? 48% of the people had no idea where chocolate milk came from. That's almost half the people. I don't believe that either. I don't. I'm sorry. Unless you're asking two-year-olds. There's no chance that's real. Mm-hmm. Stop it. I mean, what? Dumb. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I don't do with that because the whole thing's stupid. So you don't believe that 7% no. of adults think in order to get chocolate milk, no, you have not. to squeeze it out of a brown cow? I absolutely do not believe that 7% of Americans think they need to squeeze nipples of a brown cow to get chocolate milk. No, I don't. Sorry. There's also strawberry milk. How do they think that comes from? There's no such thing as pink cows. No chance. Right. That because the whole topic is stupid. Yes. Are you a chocolate milk drinker? No. Not I, really. I'm not a really a milk drinker, but when I was a kid, I wasn't a big chocolate milk guy. I like the straight up milk. So you're not, because you go to the gym, you don't believe in the whole thing. After no. you work out, you should have chocolate milk. I don't believe you should be drinking the milk of another animal. I'm one of those people. But I will have it in my coffee because I do need milk in my coffee okay so you don't believe you should yet you do but feeding kids uh, just the, uh, the tons and tons of milk from the teat of another animal is just that we're the only or species from, uh, or just from a teat we're the only species that does that that drinks the milk of another species right the other species just eat each other oh like a lion would just kill a <laughs> yes. cow and eat it yes correct it's not, not going to go underneath milk. another 
animal and suck its teat for milk. Right. But instead, it will just maul it and eat it. Right. So, I mean, there's a little flaw in your in your argument there. Plus, they have shown that, like, if, um, like, let's say there's a, a dog that gave birth to a litter of puppies in a family. And that family also has a pet baby monkey. The baby monkey will nurse on the dog's teeth. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, so we're not the only species then. But we search it out. That the, that monkey's desperate. It has no other teat. That is true. It's tough when you're teatless. Although the dog must be like, what is this thing on me? I thought the dog's teats must just be like swollen. And uh, I mean, I saw. Have pit- you ever had? Have you ever had this? Have you ever had when it's? I don't know if the weather's cold or you're working out, whatever. But when the nipples get so sensitive that even the shirt is yes, just bothersome. killing you. Imagine what a dog's teat must feel like after, you know, 17 other puppies are just sucking away on them. Yeah, I saw some a uh, couple walking a pit bull this weekend, and the dog had teats all over the place. And I was like, ugh, fix Not just that two? thing. No. Oh. Dogs have, like... I know they must, because you got seven dogs or eight at, at one time are sucking away. Yeah. Suck away! <laughs> all right, Jerry, that's all I got for you today. That's it? Uh, the warm-up show is next. It was really good. By the way, not so great today. You didn't like it? Was it was okay. I thought I enjoyed it. I like yesterday's better. Yeah, yesterday's was top-notch. Today was okay. Today was next next level. Still next, good. Still like better that. than average. We go from A-plus to like an A-minus. Yeah. I'm good with that. We were a little tired from softball. A little. I, you should have just heard my last update at 1040. And in Holy fact, Jesus. Uh, Eddie pointed out to me that I wrote on the show sheet today, Lucas Duda had two home runs last night for the Mets, when in fact it was yeah, Jay no, Bruce. He, didn't. he had a double. They look similar. They don't. A little bit. Yeah, but one... I'm just saying that my that my sleepiness. You didn't watch the game though, but I watched the highlights. Oh, that's fair. And I watched the Jay Bruce home runs, and I wrote down Lucas Duda. That's like saying, you know, Russell Mathis produced the show today. Yes, but it was you. Oh, it was me. So you were wrong. Whoops. All right, gotta go. All right, Jerry. So it's the Boomer and Carton warm up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. And a very good Thursday morning. This portion is brought to you by Shell. Jerry and Al with you the morning after a wonderful softball game uh, up in Irvington, New York. Would like to say good morning to Maddie. Came out to see us all last night. She was awesome. The fans were awesome. We, however, not so awesome as we are the walking wounded. We're all injured. I mean, Craig was, I mean, just Craig popped, got the pulled, hamstring. Yeah, popped the hamstring. He couldn't even play first base. After having not a great day in the field. He did not have his best day. I agree. He wasn't as bad as I think Boomer will probably make it. Yes. Didn't have a great day. Did not have a great day. You coached third base. I had a great day beautifully. Coaching, coaching third. Great I day. I thought he did a wonderful job. The Thank one you. time you held the guy up and he ran through your stop sign. What happened to him? Thrown out. Right. Uh, but he was waving him first, then held him, which comp- caused the guy to stumble, no. quite honestly. That guy was a tool. He was gone. <laughs> that, he, that he was. He no was argument gone no matter there. what. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. And then Boomer's plantar fasciitis acted up yes. again. I a lot didn't of injuries. I the back. So basically, it's a Boomer and Carton team without anybody from Boomer and Carton except Eddie. Correct. Pretty much the way that That's goes. That's how it works. Jerry, right, did you see on. this uh, Lenny Dykstra? I've heard of him, yes. Of the former Met uh, he's got a new idea for who he likes Terry Collins, but uh, thinks it's time to move on that he's lost the team, and he is calling not for Wally Backman like your boy Craig does, and others. He's calling for Howard Johnson, great to take over. That Howard Johnson has uh, lots of experience as a coach in the Mets organization. Sure. And then I love this reasoning, and not only of his, of his coaching experience and his. His times playing with the Mets, but, quote, uh, Hojo, quote, never cusses, 
never took pills, never chased women. So he did it. Sign him up. Cleanly and the right way. Yes, that's well, right. I mean, good for him. Can we let the season play out a little bit more? Oh, before, we're not I even mean, at the my, All-Star break. Like My question to you would be, and I understand as fans we do this, and I guess Lenny Dykstra at this point, what else is he than a fan? I mean, he came in here, nice guy, but okay. A little off. A little bit, but that's fine. And he will say people think I'm drunk. It's the fact that he doesn't have teeth and no he doesn't teeth. speak well. Right, that does that's not fine. help. Um, but, you know, do you think Leo DeRosha would do better with this pitching staff that they have right now? Leo DeRosha? And I, you know what I'm saying. I, I don't know that it matters who the manager is. A lot of injuries. When, yeah, I mean, when you know, when Jacob DeGrom can't hold a team down and you score eight runs and lose— is that really Terry Collins' fault? No. And I, I understand someone's going to take the fall, and he probably won't survive the season. I get it. But can we at least just wait before he, you know, wait until he gets fired before we start naming his successor? How about the All Star break? Should we give it to then? I think that's fair. When I is the All Star break? July? It's usually July, mid July. Yes, the week of uh, July twelfth. Yeah, we always make that mistake where like we take the show vacation the week before. Yeah, no. The and then we come back break. and we got nothing going on. And we come back. A week of July 10th. Sorry, twiddling break. our thumbs for a Which little. Which is what we're doing again. Oh, we'll do that again this yes, year. Yes, we will. All right. Well, I look forward to that. Because <laughs> we come back July 10th. <laughs> well, this is what happens. I, I'm with you. Let's see where they're at at the All-Star break. Last night, you know, it's funny because Blevins, <laughs> he gets two outs in the ninth, in the eighth inning and then gives up a single and a home run. And you're thinking, you got to be kidding me. But then the Rangers gift it back. So they get out of Texas with a split. They're not good. They're way back. Let's see if they can make some sort of a run here in the next month. And in Atlanta starting tomorrow, Jerry. For four, correct. For four. Yes. Uh, Derek Fisher, you know, the other day he uh, flipped his car. What do you mean uh, his car? With the DUI. Yeah. And he apologized and said, we're lucky to be alive yes. and happy nobody got hurt. Well, TMZ has this is uh, awesome, by the way. Has added additional <laughs> um facts to this story what would they be that the uh suv the cadillac escalade suv which he flipped on its you know roof roof jerry that's the word i was looking for that uh, that vehicle has been registered to matt barnes <laughs> matt barnes gonna kick his ass <laughs> specifically bought the car for his wife or ex-wife yeah. For the children, Jerry. Because yeah, kids love Derek a Cadillac Fisher. Escalade. Well, I'm sure it's probably got the video screens in it. It's probably a, a great vehicle. Very roomy. Not for Derek Fisher to be driving and certainly not for him to be flipping. And they still have not gotten a comment from Matt Barnes on this. He must. That guy must be good. Ready, ready to roll with something. Someone got to him and said, yes. just keep your mouth shut. Let this play out. When you see him privately, you'll have your moment. I'm always uncomfortable driving anybody's car. Like, there was yeah. a time here, Jerry, where um, I would have to move your car. Yeah, you didn't like that either. Due to alternate side rulings. Yes. Because even if I'm just moving your car around the block, if someone hits me, now I've gotten your car into a crash. Correct. I and you never did. I never did. You're all good. And I had plenty of cars for you to drive. You did. You were uh, very prolific with your cars at one point. Right. But, yeah, when you're driving the ex-husband's uh, car... You got to be very careful, <laughs> especially think, if he's crazy like do you Matt Barnes. Think he knew that it was Derek, that it was registered to Derek no, Fisher. No, he probably got that news today too. FYI, <laughs> <laughs> or like when the insurance company called them and said, "We're going to need to go over a few things." Um, what's the name of the person registered to this vehicle? And he's looking, you know, looking through the things. You like, gotta oh be no! Me. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! He is really ticked off yeah, now. That's not gonna go well. As if spending time with his wife or is I, again, I don't even know. Are they still married? Do we even know? Like, I legally? don't think so. 
You think they're divorced. I'm not even sure. I've no Who idea. knows? And Sometimes people go separated. Like, what does that mean? They're separated. Meaning they're still would you date a married? woman who's separated? No, if you I would were not. Free, you right? You stay away from no, that situation. That sounds like a disaster. Yeah, it's never good. Then he comes back. They make God, oh, you're left there by yourself. It's, it's a mess. Plus, she's still technically married. Then correct. That's the problem. You might be interested, though. No, I'd be for out for a that. night or so. But do you get involved in a relationship with someone who is not? No, I did it all for the nookie. <laughs> I suppose for that reason, you might. <laughs> you just might do that. And then this story I saw today, which I'm I'm trying to think is Brett Favre just playing the role of country bumpkin here, Jerry? Because I don't think he could be for reals. He claims that in his third year in the NFL, not. High school or college. Right. Third year in the NFL, second with the Packers, Mike Holmgren, head coach. He'd be sitting in all these meetings about defenses and recognizing defenses. Sure. And at one point had to ask the backup quarterback, what does Mike Holmgren mean by nickel defense and the dime package? You know, the only thing I would say to that, because on the surface it sounds ridiculous. Yes. But a Hall of Fame quarterback, you're telling him three years into the league, didn't know. The only thing I would say is, and I've been around Columbia, obviously, for a decade, is that more for the coaching staff and when the players are on the field or when the players are, you know, in film study and they're circling the amount of defensive backs and are they using that language? I'm with you. The idea that he never knew what it meant through high school and college, I find hard to believe. But at the same time, if he was just more of a let me see the tape and kind of go over the amount of guys and they never use that lingo. I guess it's possible. Do, I guess, you, do you know what it means? Well, here's the thing. We all know what it means if you've played video games, video Agreed. game football. You get the sense Brett Favre was a video game guy? I, do, I don't, I don't, I don't get that. I don't either. But I'm telling you, like, back to the Intellivision days of video games, you know, the one that was like a step up from Atari. Sure. Even they had, like, nickel defense, dime packages. Really? Yes. See, I, don't, I never played that. I really never played, so I don't know. You weren't a gamer, Jerry? I, no, I was not. Very no, I like Miss Pac-Man. That was it. Miss Pac-Man. Miss Pac-Man. But it had to be the, like the arcade game. What not... was the difference? Well, she had a bow on her head. Other than uh, yeah, that, yeah, but same the game, game was better. I don't know why. I'm, I'm with you. It should have been the same game. It was not the same game. Miss Pac-Man better than Pac-Man. I don't know why. But I never really played video games. I did like uh, for a time with this Wii thing, the Wii Sports. You had the Wii. That's kind of cool. I got into the golf and the tennis a little bit, right. with the kids. But that even. You pro- did you uh, throw your back out playing the Wii? No, at all. No, you probably liked the Wii better because you thought it's not really video games. I agree. I'm moving, yes, my, moving I could my hand not agree around. With you. I even did one day. I did the MMA Wii workout, which wasn't bad, except the band kept coming off the wrist. No did way. you ever throw the Wii controller accidentally no. into no, the television set? Even though they tell you you got to make sure you wrap it so you don't throw it through a window. Never did anything like that. It's very nerve-wracking watching children play the Wii. It can be. Especially if they're at your home with your television. Especially if you're 46 single and don't have kids. Because they're they're throwing their hands constantly. You must just freak out. Oh, yeah, I'm like, what are they doing? That's going to go right through my screen. (laughs) My painting might come off the wall. (laughs) That's right. God forbid. This portion is brought to you by Shell. You deserve to be rewarded today at Shell with instant gold status. Just join the Fuel Rewards program and save on every fill. Every day at Shell. Join now at fuelrewards.com slash gold. More to do, including... 
including, of course, the guys, Boomer and Carton at 6, all in the fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. Uh, welcome back. This portion brought to you by Indeed.com. Warriors beat the Cavaliers 118-113, end the game on an 11-0 run. They're now up three games to them. They can complete the sweep on Friday. Game 5 Cup Finals tonight, Penguins and Predators. Yankees shut out the Red Sox 8-0. Terrific start for CC Sabathia. Mets over the Rangers 4-3 last night as well. Uh, this portion brought to you by Indeed.com. Are you hiring? Join the over 3 million businesses that use Indeed.com for hiring. Post your next job opening on the world's number one job site, Indeed.com. The one thing I forgot I left out there, Al, uh, Oklahoma coach Bob Stoops stepped down yesterday. 18 seasons there. He leaves, and 33-year-old Lincoln Riley, the offensive coordinator, takes over. Lincoln Riley. Do you think, Jerry, the Oklahomian newspaper is going to go with the headline, Bob Stoops down? By the way, I think uh, Craig is going to need a uh, scooter this yes? morning. Uh, yes, he is gimping his way in right now as we speak. We're going to have to get him a scooter. He's going to need a scooter. You know what those, what those, and he's going to need a walk-in bathtub, too. There's no joke. Seriously. Yeah. He probably needs one of those old-age little uh, carts to drive around in. Got Could hurt you imagine him running home last night? Craig, uh, Booms, how do you think he did in the field prior to the injury? Brutal. I told you he'd say brutal. It it's a very brutal. special box average. office blitz Thursday. Listen this hour and every home. hour until Talking 6 p.m. for your for chance to win Yankees Orioles or terrible. Yankees Angels tickets, plus grounds tickets to the Travelers Championship in Connecticut later this month. And Mike Francesa also plays Grand Slam giveaway all afternoon with your chance to win VIP tickets to the sold-out show. WFAN presents a night to remember with Mike Francesa, November 15th at the Tillis Center on Long Island. It's all part of our 30th anniversary celebration, powered by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. And your flagship station for New York sports, The Fan, Sports Radio 1019 FM, and Sports Radio 66, WFAN, and WFAN FM, New York.